America Meditating Radio Show. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. Hi, everyone. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. We bridge divides, we seek deeper meaning, and we answer life's most compelling questions from experts around the world. Because in a world of uncertainty and division within and out, we will need answers right here, right now. Join me and guests on America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. The entire world wants. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. And humanity saw that the sky was not the limit. Achievement. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. He went without food, not to lose weight, but to help people lose generations of hate. While many around him rose up with violence, he sat down for peace. When others used religion as an excuse for war, he used it to remind them of love. Mahatma Gandhi made the world a far better place by reaching out with the strength he cultivated within his soul. So, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Take a break. Breathe. Why don't you visit the Peace Village Learning and Retreat Center, 518-589-5000. Get off the grid and step inside your heart. Sister Jenna guides you through a powerful, encouraging, and motivating meditation that allows you to let go and become aware of you. Regain strength, power, and peace. The Meditation Museum in Silver Spring, Maryland offers a variety of courses and activities to make your life go a whole lot smoother. Located at 9525 Georgia Avenue, you will be able to experience the beautiful silence that's in the space. There are courses in Raj Yoga Meditation, Positive Thinking, Stress-Free Living, and Personal Development classes. For more information, call us at 301-588-0144 or visit us online at meditationmuseum.org. My life is a good life. Ashe, Ashe, my life is good. Ashe, Ashe, my Hallelujah, 
from our friends of Agape, Reiki Baez Beckwith, who we just loved having here recently and giving them a personal tour of the Meditation Museum, as well as them doing an incredible performance at Howard University. Well, I hope today finds you well. You are listening to America Meditating Radio, and I'm your host, Sister Jenna. There's a lot going on in the country. Iowa caucus, I think, has gotten a lot of folks maybe breathing a little bit of a sigh of relief. I'm not quite sure. Donald Trump said in a tweet in 2013, no one ever remembers anyone who comes second, and I thought that was very interesting. And it's interesting because the theater you know, all of the pump up for the sake of ratings and selling and making, you know, those numbers get up there so we can pay bills. It continues to make us question our value systems and what are we doing, what we're doing, why are we doing what we're doing. So the more that we are finding ourselves in this system, in this society where profits are moving us away from our purpose. And I can't begin to tell you, and I can stake my many, many lives on this. You listen to the divine and you follow your purpose, your prophets will find you. You know, I'm half Indian, half Jamaican, and I go to India 20, 30 times so far, twice a year usually. And I'm telling you, there are millions of children that don't have proper drinking water. And I expect that. Even when I go to my ashram in Mount Abu, India, in Rajasthan, we have to buy tanks and tanks and tanks of water to come up to that hill to take care of twenty to 30,000 people who come there in retreat to deepen their own spirituality. But here in our own backyard, do we need to be compromising people's well-being and life? I don't think so. Today, I'd like to really welcome a return guest to the air, our wonderful brother, Russell Simmons, who is a master entrepreneur, visionary, and author of three New York Times bestsellers. USA Today named our brother, Russell Simmons, one of the top 25 most influential people of the past 25 years, calling him a hip-hop pioneer for his groundbreaking vision that has influenced music, fashion, finance, television, film, and much more. But I think more than anything else, it's the story of Russell that's so appealing. He's a spiritual seeker. As much as he's found his root in yoga and in meditation, I believe his search hasn't stopped. So known as the godfather of hip-hop and co-founder of Def Jam Record, today I want to warmly welcome our brother to the America Meditating Radio Show back again. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. We heard you were in Flint, Michigan, I think, just a day ago or so. Are you still there? No, no. I made it back to the office. Okay, good. Fantastic. How are things there? Because we heard that you donated 150,000 bottles of water, and even though we know that's a big call. It was just a statement. Westcard, my company, has 1,700 customers. 
So I'm not recommending companies go and get bottles of water. What I'm recommending companies do is there's a lot of other things. that If you're Time Warner and you're a $100 billion company or, I mean, or MasterCard or somebody like that, you can give something more meaningful. We did that last minute. People do need bottled water. A lot of people, we thought, New York Times said they had filters. I went and checked the people's cribs. There's no filters. There were the no filters. The filters that were in right. the people's houses didn't work. It is a catastrophe because when I heard about the story, I kept saying to myself, how could we actually mobilize the 60% of what we might call African Americans in that area, but much more than that, how can we actually mobilize those individuals to invest in creating a water bottling plant or something and have those profits go back into their pockets? Because a generation has been lost, hasn't it? There are not 100 people, but there's 100,000 people. Mm-hmm. That's 100 people, as the governor has suggested, but there's 100,000 people who are damaged, possibly somehow some kind of lead poisoning. You cannot drink for two years that water and not have lead poisoning. Exactly. We have that problem in India, but we can accept that in India. That's kind of normal. Water's so hard to get there. But when it's happening in our own backyards, we start to question, have profits reached that state in our consciousness that we just don't care about human life anymore? We don't care about poor human life. Mm, the governor, this that. was in the case of environmental racism. There's no other kind of real description for it. Well, I want to talk about something that's going to take us into healthy conversations because as much as that is a very sad story, I know that you've got your book out, right? And it's all about healthy living, practicing veganism, and you speak and you write about healthy living. Could you educate our listeners a little bit more, Russell? How has it been working for you when you have now moved into vegan? And I'm still a vegetarian. I can't give up cheese. And Michael Beckwith was with me just a few days ago, and he's like, you still eating cheese? And I go, I can't give up pizza. And he was saying to me that there's some they good cheeses out pizza. there. I know, but I said, I don't like them. I don't like them. So I'm going to just settle with the fact that 25 years I have saved an animal, and I hope I'll get marks for that. How has, you know, being a vegan... That cheese that you... You, you might get some marks. You might get to heaven have to explain yourself because you know better. But I don't know. Maybe you won't. I shouldn't say that. I don't know. But tell me, um, what's been some of the benefits since you've been on this practice for yourself personally? Well, first I lost a lot of weight. That was easy. Mm-hmm. And then I um, started feeling better, lighter. That was first. First day. First day. You wow. go to lunch, right? Your friend mm-hmm. orders a steak, you order some spicy green something, right? <laughs> with some tofu in it, right? I, oh, because I'm from the hood, so we are. Some curry vegetables, right? And some tofu, right? You order that. Not the fried, the soft tofu, right? Oh, you order that, put a little crushed pepper on it, you come out, he comes out. He goes to death. He goes to sleep. You excel. You get a raise. He don't. That's what it is. Instant. <laughs> when we did our first they, Jamaican jerk tofu, let me tell you, I almost bit my fingers off. And I think that a lot of people are not aware that transforming the way you cook your food and prepare it, you could actually not miss eating meat if you chose to go down the road of vegetarianism or veganism. All you have to do, by the way, you change your diet. It happens very quickly that your taste palates change. True. It's not a very difficult thing to do. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's not like people people say things shocking to me about how they can't get off it. Like, I got off heroin, cocaine. Mm-hmm. Um, I can go on. I got everything. I got off everything. Yeah. Cigarettes, You're, right? All right, so right. what's hard? That, and that's harder, right, than getting off um, something that makes you sick. You don't even get high. Like, what good is it? 
you do get high, yeah, you get dizzy point. and you know go to sleep, but you don't really get high in a fun way. You know, it doesn't really. See, why, why do we get high? To quiet the mind, right? right? To make the mind still, but it makes it numb right. instead of cloudiness, a clarity, and a two paths to happiness. We meditate and we do things to promote a clear, quiet mind or a cloudy mind, so long as it's not something that is noisy, that's sickness and sadness. So we do things to avoid the sickness and the sadness that comes from a noisy mind. Mm. So it's it's real easy. I mean, we all know that. It's in every scripture. Be still and know, whatever it is. You know, it's written over and over. But we're born with something special. There's something more going on within you. I mean, I get your Twitter messages, and I look at them, and I pause, and I read them. And as essenceful as they are, they're important. And now you've released two new books, Success Through Stillness, The Happy Vegan. Well, Happy Vegan is doing very, very well. It's doing better than Success Through Stillness was doing. This is the week that Success Through Stillness became its first bestseller. Seller, it's not going to happen for me this week because I got on a t- tangent. Instead of promoting the book, I started promoting this issue I learned about. But I'll, I'll get back on it. I'll wait till when Dr. Oz airs next week or the week after. I'll do a busy week then. But I'm not interested in the bestsellers list. I've been there four times, so... I'm interested in selling a lot of books to a lot of people and changing lives. I give away the money to charity. I like to sell a lot of books because I like a lot of people to get the messaging. It says best-selling author. If I was an ego guy, I'd have that already. But, Mm -hmm. you know, the the publisher wants the best-selling week, so they're trying to put together the week that I (laughs) put all these things in one place. The the week that Steve Harvey airs should be the week that Dr. Oz airs, and that would guarantee it, or the week that... Steve Harvey's TV show and his radio show ads should do it all by itself because he's big. He sells a lot of books. So the week that I do Oprah, whatever, that comes back on, that'll be a bestseller week. So, there's, you know, we'll get there. We're selling more than we sold in Success Through Stillness, which was a bestseller for 18 weeks total. Wow. So wow. let's see what happens. People are interested in this subject. I'm very interested. I'm very excited to know that so many people in the hood are waking up because 20 years wow. old or over, black women, 50% of them have... This is a terrible heart disease of some kind, and they need a change in their diet. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So how are the brothers and sisters that you say in the hood, how are they welcoming meditation and yoga? It's becoming um, more and more prevalent in a place that uh-huh. it was a desert. Like we have a food desert in Flint, Michigan. Um, right. There's not a supermarket in the entire city. We had yoga deserts in, in the hood, but now we're opening yoga studios all over. I think that we're having a good effect on them by having constant discussion in front of them. It's becoming less of a you know foreign thing. Healthy food as well is a greater percentage of African American going vegan than there is the rest of the country. Well, probably because of the greater level of heart disease and poison as well. You see the extreme, so you go to the extreme. A lot of people are changing. So you know we just have to keep pushing for underserved communities, white, black, and other. To yeah, everyone. To get take advantage of whatever is free, it's not a lot the rich have that we don't have. I say right. we. A lot. What do they have? <laughs> the only thing in life yeah. guarantees you, and you have to work to get, is a quiet seat. And all that's good in life is a comfortable seat. And everything else is wasteful and not productive in terms of promoting happiness. So we know that instinctively. We were told that through scripture. But as we move towards a quiet seat, we realize that's what makes us happy. So let's do things that promote that as much as we can remember to remember. And let's move towards a spiritual path. And one of the best things you can do, certainly the most harmful thing, if, if yoga teaches us anything beyond uh, um, 
you know, a physical practice. It teaches us the eight parts of yoga and the five yamas. And the first of the five yamas is ahimsa. Mm-hmm. One of the best mm-hmm. things that will move you towards God or a happier life is non-harming. The most harmful thing you can do on this planet is consume animals and participate in the abuse of animals. It is destroying the planet and poisoning its inhabitants. If you Very eat true. animals, you're spending a footprint hundreds of times the size of a non-animal eating. The amount of water yeah. in your hamburger. Don't tell me to take a yoga shower and then eat a hamburger. <laughs> don't tell me. <laughs> I get you know that. I mean? Don't tell me stuff like you know, that. This, this is you know, we have inconsistent messaging, but it's all lobbyists, and at some point, those lobbyists will change. Because right, what happens with so. lobbyists, they talk, politicians repeat it, they talk, politicians do their bidding, and then when you say one day global warming is not man-made, and everybody points the finger at you like you must be paid to say that dumb shit. Once that happens, mm-hmm. that's when you you say, I can't say that anymore, I'm sorry. I won't vote on the bill. I can't go to work that day. Once your yeah. community knows, but we must tell the community, thereby stopping the process of control over our government from undue control through funding of our government through corporations. In your quiet time, you know, you talked about the quiet seat. When you sit and you do your time for reflection, what's emerging in the soul of Russell? My meditation produces thousands of thoughts as opposed to hundreds of thousands of thoughts. Mm-hmm. You understand? Thoughts come and they go. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? What color is the new yoga studio? <laughs> what are we going to do about Flint? Can I call Whole Foods? Could you call? we got to find the CEO of Whole Foods to build a food uh, pop-up. They've been doing that in the hood. We should do that in Flint. Right. No, I have thoughts. They come and go. Everybody does. But I have less thoughts. This is why we meditate, to quiet the mind. The idea of if you had no thoughts, it would be like that car accident I always talk about where the mind is totally awake and present. This is what we want. We're seeking to live in a space of choiceless awareness, total awakened potential, but we struggle. We have noise in our mind, and we want to quiet the noise, and yoga is the effort to quiet the mind. Beautiful, beautiful. What's the main message that you want your readers of The Happy Vegan to take away from in this book? Move away from the meat because it's poisoning you. The American government Mm. is lying to you, and you really have to take responsibility. When they put people in ovens, it was the government's job. When they have ethnic cleansing, it's the government's support system. When they bomb innocent people and abuse the world and abuse the animals. It's the government's job. Don't always trust. Trust what's good. Support what's good, but stand up for what's not good in your heart. This abuse of animals, you can't do it. Most of y'all can't choke a chicken. So (laughs) you don't want to abuse Mm -hmm. 100 billion animals per year and have them born into the worst suffering. What amazed how come no one's watching those programs? Because I think maybe if they remain ignorant, they don't have to be accountable. Nobody wants to follow their footprint. I agree right? with you 100%. They mm-hmm. want to just try to put that behind them. It's so true. Well, look, we're coming to the end of our conversation, and I can't say goodbye until you tell me a little bit about the Foundation for Ethnic Understanding, which you chair. I'm the chairman. We have imams and rabbis all over the world, and they collaborate in dialogue and work together. Uh, imam speaks in synagogue, rabbi speaks in a mosque, and they collaborate, and they work jointly in promoting programs that matter in those communities. Mm -hmm. And in this practice, they get to know each other and they realize the sameness, which is obvious uh, through their scripture. And they're both children of Abraham. They get to know that. And that's really important that we have this kind of um, partnership. So I do it. I'm not a Muslim, but it makes good sense. I'm the chairman. It does. 40 countries we operate. 
That's fantastic. Thank you so much. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for your work and continued good wishes on your journey. Thank you. Bye. All the best. Bye-bye. So that was the amazing Russell Simmons. As you can see, he meditates, so he's got a lot going on in his mind. (laughs) A lot of people think that the more you meditate, the less you think. And yes, you do think less. You do tend to be more clear as well. And you make your thoughts connect to other thoughts that are leading towards what I would say are thoughts of benevolence and thoughts of good wish and goodwill. So Russell has said it, you know, his book, he's going to be on Oz, uh, the Steve Harvey show, Oprah, and he says that all the shows talking about his book, The Happy Vegan, is going to continue to be a bestseller. It's as if he just knows the system. He knows how it's going to unfold, what it's going to do, and it's just moving with it. So he's got a position of power, a position of authority, and he's saying, I want to see vegan. I want to see yoga, meditation. I want it to come in the urban areas where we start to uplift the ones that nobody else seems to be paying attention to. We really thank him for finding the time to being on the air that really says he cares about the work that we're doing. So as we move on to our story, invitation is save meat even if you can't give up meat tomorrow. How about if you choose one day a week for now? And I guarantee you, look at all those videos about what actually happens with the animals. It's tough. Yes, I am not a vegan, but my heart feels clean knowing that for all these years I've been saving animals and I've been saving the planet. So in whatever way, even if it's one day or two days of just saving a life, just do it, my friends. It'll be of paramount importance for your well-being and and your way of being as a person. And as we learn to live longer and healthier lifestyles, it'll definitely come through our quality of food. As I opened up today's conversation that we shouldn't reach a point in our lives where money and power and greed determines the choices that we make. And if it is money, and if it is power, and if it is greed... Is there any way that we can shift the energy like that where it's a benefit to other people's lives? That the more money I make, the more I can share. That if I am greedy for recognition or name, it is bringing everyone into the story with me and not leaving anyone out or leaving anyone behind. There's so many ways that we can change our stories, and we're inviting you to definitely do that. So hopefully you will continue to walk around and be, if not a happy vegan, be a happy vegetarian. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us on the air today. And remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And we're here to love each other the same. If you have any plans to change the world, why don't you start with changing yourself? I'm going to end today's show with Sanatan Core People of Love. And this is dedicated to the folks in Flint, Michigan. Take care, everyone. All the very best.